Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. Well, good evening, good evening, and praise the Lord. Tomorrow's the big day. Yes, tomorrow's the big day. We're going to start our fast. Amen? Amen. God is ready and waiting, and we're excited. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. And a blessed good evening to all of you, and welcome to Miracle Internet Church. I saw that, Robert. Amen. Amen. You know, it's a wonderful thing to know that God loves you. It's a wonderful thing to experience the bounty of his love, his favor, and his grace. In the midst of a trial, in the midst of what looks like it's going upside down, God reminds you, that you are not alone, that he's with you, and that he loves you dearly. That's a wonderful thing. And if you've never experienced that, you have something to look forward to in Christ. Amen? Amen. You have something wonderful to look forward to in Christ. When you least suspect it, when things look like they're about to go down the drain, The Lord steps in and lets you know in his very special way that he loves you, that he's with you, and that it's going to be all right. Amen? Amen. Isn't that wonderful? Amen? Praise the Lord. We're so happy that you could join us. We appreciate you supporting this ministry with your participation, your prayers, And your gifts of support, amen? Trust me, every prayer request is prayed over by the leadership, and every gift is prayed over by the leadership as well, amen? Praise the Lord. And a special welcome to all of our first-time listeners. Welcome to Miracle Internet Church. We are a Christian, Protestant, Internet Church. Yes, we are. And I'm the pastor, Pastor Sabrina. And we meet every Wednesday and Friday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the United States of America and wherever you happen to be, whatever time that is. Amen? And we meet on Sundays as Miracle Outreach Ministries on Sunday at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the U.S. and whatever time it happens to be where you are. We're so glad that you could join us. The Lord has a word for us tonight. He has something to say, and we need to hear it. Amen? I know I needed to hear it. I'm certain many of you need to hear it, too. It's a great word. It helps life go better. It may not look better as you're going through, but trust me, it helps things go better. Brother Bill is here. Brother Marshall is here, all of you are here, and the Lord is in our midst. Amen? Because when two or three of us are gathered together, 
In his name, he guarantees that he will be in our midst. Amen? It's a promise that he'll never break. So we want to thank you for joining us. Uh, This is a wonderful time to be alive. It's a great time to be alive. The best is yet to come. We're here, and we're looking forward to the very best. No matter what happens, we're expecting the very best. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. So uh, I think I put the parameters for the fast for tomorrow uh, in the chat room uh, right after the greeting. You know, I, I post the greeting for every service on Wednesdays and Fridays. And I place the parameters for the fast there as well. Amen. Greetings to you as well, sister. And don't forget, when you wake up in the morning, the fast will be on. Amen. The fast will be on. Don't forget. (laughs) When you wake up and you reach for that usual cup of coffee and donut. None of those things are on the fast. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> you know, when you reach for those cold French fries or that cold piece of pizza, they're not on the fast. <laughs> when you get up trying to sleepwalk in the middle of the night and you go in the in the freezer to pull out that cheesecake, it's not on the fast. Okay? All righty, I see we're ready now. We've all got it down now. You know that leftover um, uh, piece of hamburger, you know, that you got from wherever you found it (laughs) and wish you hadn't wasted your money? That's not on the fast either. (laughs) Okay. So it'll be all right. It'll be all right. It will be all right. Amen. Amen. And for those of you who don't like bananas, uh, bananas are not required on this fast. Amen. Aren't you happy about that? Amen. Well, that water and that fruit, uh, uh, fruit, the juice that comes out of the fruit, it's going to be good to the last drop too, you know. Amen. Praise the Lord. So <laughs> it's going to be all right. Think, Easter, what the world celebrates is Easter. You're going to be able to eat, but you might not want to. You might just want to spend the whole day praising the Lord. Think about it. It's going to be great, absolutely great. Amen, amen. So, I'm looking forward to this. Yes, you may. Yes, you may. I answered that last question. (laughs) So, as you prepare yourself for this fast, as you prepare yourself, ask the Lord to help you. He has a way of opening your eyes to things that you've forgotten about or things that you're just not paying attention to even though they're right in your face. Amen? 
Ask the Lord to help you to prepare for the fast, and you'll enjoy it all the more. Amen? Amen. So I'm so glad that we all know we're going to enjoy this fast and enjoy the Lord. We're going to enjoy the Lord. Amen? So let's go before the Lord our God in prayer and with the joy of the Lord in our spirit, and we'll see what the Lord will say to us tonight. Amen. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we want to thank you for all the miracles that have occurred since we came into a deeper fellowship with you. There have been many miracles. Some have been shared on the air. Some have been shared in the chat room. Some have just been shared privately. But, Lord, we want to thank you for each miracle. Everything you do is an intervention into the normal course of affairs. And you order our steps to please you. Our steps of faith you delight in. And we thank you, Lord, for every encouragement. Whenever discouragement comes our way, you bring another encouragement, stronger than the discouragement tries to pretend that it is. We want to thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. And, Father, we want to thank you for the word of God. We want to thank you that it's able to build us up and make us strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. We want to thank you for the armor of God. We want to thank you that it covers everything that ought to be covered. We are protected in you. We want to thank you for the wall of fire with your glory in the midst. We want to thank you for your warring, linking angels that surround us. We thank you, Lord, that your fire is an all-consuming fire. It can burn up any water spirit that tries to attack us in Jesus' name. So we want to thank you, Lord, for your very presence in our midst, for the warring linking angels, the praising angels, your ministering spirits. We want to thank you for every blessing and every favor and every grace and all the mercy. We want to thank you for Brother Sam being healed in Jesus' name. We want to thank you for Mother Irene being healed and restored in Jesus' name. We want to thank you for everyone in this ministry that's been attacked with diabetes, being healed, set free, and delivered in Jesus' name. We want to thank you for everyone that's been attacked by any chemical dependency at all. We want to thank you for setting the captives free. Yes, Lord, we thank you for setting every captive free. We thank you for every healing and for the grace for this fast. 
in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. All praises due to you. We thank you, Lord, and we give you the praise. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, much too often we allow urgency to dictate our schedule. And we're asking you, Lord, to help us establish proper priority. Thank you, Father. The Holy Spirit is our helper. He's here to help us to establish proper priorities in our life. We come before you, Father, confessing our weakness of procrastination and lack of organization. Our desire from our heart is to live purposefully, worthily, and accurately as a wise, sensible, intelligent saint of the Most High God. You've given us, Father, seven days a week, six days to work, and the seventh day to rest and worship you. We desire to make the most of our time, yes, Lord, even buying up every opportunity. Help us to plan our days with you and to stay focused on you and the assignments that you give us. In the name of Jesus, we repent of, forsake, and bind philosophies concerning time management. You know, Lord, those self-help books, those self-help books on how to manage everything, except they can't tell you how to get saved. They can't tell you how to stay saved, and they can't tell you how to be delivered. We tear down every barrier that has erected itself against the truth of Almighty God. And, Lord, every ungodly and unrighteous thought, every ungodly and unrighteous emotion and impulse, we surrender to the Lord Jesus Christ. We call for our minds. We speak to our minds, and we bind every spirit that would keep us from having a clear mind, the mind that you gave us, clear of every obstruction so that we may continue to build a life of obedience unto maturity. Father, In the name of Jesus, you are in charge of our work, our life, and our plans. We thank you for helping us to plan with you the way you want us to live. But, Lord, you alone are able to make us, to help us, to strengthen us so that we can actually walk out and live the plan that you have for us. Help us, Lord, to organize our efforts schedule our activities, and budget our time that we might not be overworked 
overtaxed and weary in well-doing. Yes, Lord, you do tell us to relax, to rest. It pleases you when we are not so preoccupied with getting so that we can respond to you giving to us. We know, Lord, that you have provided for every need, every situation, every circumstance, and we humble ourselves and we receive your provision. We thank you, Father, that by your grace, which you have freely given to us, we will not be concerned about missing out and that our everyday needs, all of our human concerns, will be met in the name of Jesus. We purpose in our hearts to seek you first, your kingdom and your righteousness, your way of doing things, and then all these things taken together will be given to us. All that we need will be given. We thank you, Heavenly Father, that your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our pathway. And it shows us and helps us to see our life in Christ Jesus. We cast all of our cares, worries, and concerns over on you so that we might be Vigilant, cautious, and of a serious mind, we tune our ears to wisdom from you, and we set our hearts to your understanding, Lord, a life of understanding in Christ. We thank you, Lord, that you sent Jesus to us, that we might have life and that more abundantly. Help us to remember, Lord, that our relationship with you and with others are more important than other things. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor in Jesus' holy name. So, Father, we cast down all imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. And we bring every thought captive to the obedience of Jesus Christ because we can do Christ who strengthens us. We want to give you praise, Lord, and thanksgiving for what the scriptures say about you in Isaiah chapter 53. We want to thank you that you understand when we undergo persecution. And that you are able to strengthen us in our times of need. We give you praise, Lord. And Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position, seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan the strong man, his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and powers. And we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous in Jesus' name. 
We take the territory from Satan in the name of Jesus, and we bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. We close and seal all portals, all channels, all open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong man and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. Amen. We bind all trafficking, reporting, watchers, peepers, whispers, listeners, familiar demons, electronic, digital demons, technology demons, and their attacks. We bind electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attack, techno-paganism, and mind control by the occult. We bind you all in the name of Jesus. Come out of God's people. You have no right to be there in the holy name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We bind all Leviathan spirits and their attacks, all Kundalini spirits, all water and marine spirits and their attacks, sex devils and their attacks, unclean spirits and their attacks, all passive devils and their attacks, sorcery devils and their attacks, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust, all seducing, womanizing, and drone and whoredom spirits and their attacks. We bind the Havana syndrome, brain changes, and all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. We bind all sorcery devils and their attacks, all chemical dependency devils and their attacks, all seducing, womanizing, drone, whoredom spirits and their attacks, all the voices of the stranger, and the charmer, and the seducer, and their attacks in Jesus' name. All hypnotic trance devils and their attacks, all mystic rituals and their intent. Amen. We bind the work of every druid. We bind on microwave frequency weapons, 5G, EMF attacks, and everything coming off the satellite and off the uh, cell towers. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts, Buddhist black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, Asian, Pan-Asian, Native American groups, Native groups, wherever they are, Australian, North American, South American, indigenous persons, indigenous groups, tribal groups, all Caribbean and Latin American, black and white magic. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all Morgellons attacks and return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils, 
We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits. Amen. Praise the Lord. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in the American culture or in any culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, and hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that has been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect and all satanic ritual abuse devils, satanic worship, and witchcraft dedications. We bind the witchcraft of Disney in Jesus' holy name. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts logic, science, human reasoning, demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes, we bind you in the name of Jesus. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, Stop, assassinate, divide, corrupt, defile, confound, undermine, attack, reproach, despise, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of the generations of fools and the spirit of the fool and the anger of the fool in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We return to sender according to the covenant all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, exclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us. Astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person, or unrighteous event left behind. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending, the New World Order, New Age Movement, and the Great Reset. We bind all false religions and numerology, horoscope, the spirits and the works of the oppressors, and the spirit and the children of disobedience. We bind that make-believe fantasy and la-la land. We bind martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic spirits and practices, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, bowel PK, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind you all in the name of Jesus Christ and chain you with eternal chains under darkness. We bind the king of pride and his entire kingdom. We chain them all with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' name. 
and we render them helpless in our lives in Jesus' name. We bind all demonic blood, human, sexual, financial, animal, fecal, and soulish sacrifices. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, nature worship, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptations to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Basilah, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all gods and goddesses, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet and his 72, and we chain you with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' name. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, and designs, and return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the pride and foolishness of our own opinions. And we return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcraft back on their own heads as well as their mind control in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief in accord with Calvary. We ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, undo heavy burdens, let the oppressed go free and to break every yoke and chain and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, we will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. We pray, Father, for the peace of Jerusalem and kings and all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere. But we particularly lift up to you, Lord, every Christian that is in pain in Jesus' holy name. Every Christian that's being persecuted worldwide. And we ask for your intervention, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. Amen. Yes, you shall. Your right hand will save us. Amen. We circumcise with the sword of the Spirit from ourselves every ungodly thought in Jesus' name. We disconnect ourselves from every spirit that followed us from everywhere that we have been this week in the name of Jesus Christ. 
We bind the demons that come through the computers and the cell phones and the other technology and electronic equipment in the name of Jesus Christ. Though our cell phone is important to us, Lord, we are not slaves to it in the name of Jesus Christ. We break that bondage in the name of Jesus Christ. We cover all of our vehicles and the road that we travel in your precious blood. We thank you, Lord. We take authority, dominion, and power over any entity that is crossing the road or left in the road that might cause us hurt, harm, or danger. We thank you, Lord, that as we sleep, as we sleep, you watch over us. We thank you for the angel of the Lord. Every demonic dream back where it came from in the name of Jesus Christ. Every demonic dream to go back where it came from in the name of Jesus. Father, we want to thank you for the dream protocol that you have given to us, Lord. We thank you for helping us to do as you have instructed in Jesus' name. We bind every water spirit. That would attack us in our sleep, Lord. Our sleep is precious to us, Lord. It helps us to stay on track with you. So we thank you, Lord, for guarding and protecting our sleep from invaders and intruders in the name of Jesus Christ. Any demon attempting to wake us from our sleep. Will be met with the power of God in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind interruptions to our sleep in the name of Jesus. The Bible says you give your beloved sleep. And so we bind the interruptions to our sleep that is precious to us, Father. We thank you and we give you praise for divine, restful sleep. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Yes, Lord. We take authority over all the demons of the night, bad dreams, nightmares, sex dreams, People doing things outside of our homes that would interrupt our sleep that are ungodly. We thank you for your angels protecting us. We thank you for the wall of protection around us. We pull out all the fiery darts, voodoo pins, needles, spears, all witchcraft, curses, and everything sent to us by the enemy. Any spirit sent to us as an insect to bite us. We we command it to die, and the poisons that it brought to die with it, in Jesus' holy name. 
With the sword of the spirit, we cut ourselves free from all ungodly silver cords, ley lines, soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and any other form of agreement with a demonic realm. We break your grip and hold in the name of Jesus Christ. We break your grip and hold. We command you to grow weak in the name of Jesus Christ. We tear down and destroy walls of protection around shamans, globalists, nanobots, satanists, wizards, warlocks, wizards, sorcerers, diviners, and such. We break the power of every love spell, vex, hex, curse, charm, fetish, all psychic prayers and thoughts, death, bewitchment, potions, jinxes, mind control, sorcery, magic, destruction, torment, pain, sickness, psychic warfare, incantations, chantings, ungodly blessings, crystals, root work, incense and candle burnings, tribal rituals and sins. We bind you all in the name of Jesus Christ. You have no authority over us. Dream catchers, we break your grip and hold in Jesus' name. We break your powers. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We command you to be destroyed in Jesus' holy name. Every dream catcher, we disconnect all dreams from the dream catchers in the name of Jesus. And we send it all to the feet of Jesus. We break the power of the dream weavers in the name of Jesus Christ. We release the peace of God to the people of God in Jesus' holy name. Amen, 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 and amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So tonight, saints, our featured psalm is Psalm 105. Our featured psalm is Psalm 105. And our featured ebook is Fasting Breaks the Yoke. Fasting Breaks the Yoke and Overcomes the Power of Satan. Our verse verses rather for meditation come from the Gospel of John, chapter seventeen, verses fifteen through twenty three. That's the Gospel of John. Chapter 17, verses 15 through 23. Our guest call-in number is area code 319-762-35 and press 1. 319-527-6235. And press one. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, tonight the Lord wants to talk to us. And he says to his people, keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep your eyes 
on Jesus. Amen? Keep your eyes on Jesus. That's very, very important. In Matthew chapter 14, beginning with verse 22, Matthew chapter 14, beginning with verse 22, we find these words. And straightway, Jesus constrained his disciples to get into a ship and to go before him unto the other side while he sent the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves, for the wind was contrary. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them, walking on the sea, doing what seems to be the impossible. That's our Jesus, our Lord Jesus. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It's a spirit. And they cried out for fear. But straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, if it be thou, if it be thy will, Jesus, Mm -hmm. Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto unto thee on the water. And he said, come. He said, What do you think of that? What do you think of that? In this passage, Jesus asked Peter to do the impossible. Or so it seems. Has Jesus ever done this to you? Asked you to do what seemed impossible to you? Has he ever given instructions that seem to be very difficult, if not impossible, to accomplish? Well, the news is Jesus does this all the time. Yes, he never stops. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He does this all the time. And if this challenge has not found you yet, keep living in Christ. One day it will find you too. Amen. Saints, the Lord is always seeking to develop our faith. So he will intentionally challenge us to come up higher, more faithful to overcome overwhelming odds, to persevere, yes, even in the most inconvenient circumstance. Yes, all things work together for good 
to them that love God and to those who are called according to his purpose. His purpose. Earlier in this chapter, Jesus was holding a healing crusade. In verse 14, Matthew chapter 14, verse 14, Jesus was ministering to the multitude and healing their sick. And Jesus went forth and saw a great multitude and was moved with compassion toward them, and he healed their sick. He healed their sick. Later on that evening, the disciples told Jesus that the crowds should be dispersed and sent on their way to find something to eat. Yes, that seemed reasonable. But Jesus told the disciples to feed the crowds of people. What? Feed them? All these people? Yes, you feed them. So the disciples explained to Jesus the reason that they could not obey his instruction. Do you do this? Do you ever handle it this way? When Jesus assigns you a hard, difficult, or seeming impossible task, do you begin to explain to him all the reasons that you are not able to obey him? Well, I've done it, and so have many of you. They may be very valid reasons. Nonetheless, He has given you an assignment, and he would not tell you to do something that just cannot be done. There must be a way to do it, right? Amen? There must be a way to do it, right? (laughs) Is that where you are now? Jesus has told you to do some things. So what do you do next? Do you shrivel up in fear? Do you try to pretend you didn't hear him? Do you try to hide from him? What do you do? Most saints start the wheels in their minds to a going. Yes, the wheels in their minds go to churning. And they start to figure out what they think they ought to do. So they get going trying to perform the plan that they came up with, only to find out that they have run into strong headwinds. Hmm. 
They didn't plan on that. They began to fight back, to bind the devil and everything else that's moving. Mm -hmm. But the winds are strong and unpredictable. You know, some winds are so strong, they feel like a fastball coming around a curve. They dropped their shield of faith, but they came to church on Friday night, and they managed to recover it. Praise the Lord. By now, though, the winds seem as though they are at hurricane force. They're blowing everything down, everything around, and everything over. So cry out, God, Lord, save me. And they finally call in for prayer. Praise the Lord. They finally call in for prayer. You know, that wind had to blow them back a couple of blocks, but they finally got up the nerve to call in for prayer. Well, After prayer, the winds die down, but the fight is far from over. Mm -hmm. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Perhaps there is something that we might have missed. Just perhaps there is something that we might have missed. In Second Chronicles chapter 16, Second Chronicles, beginning with verse 12. Second Chronicles chapter 16, verse 12. And Asa was in the 39th year of his reign and was diseased in his feet until his disease was exceeding great. My, it got real bad. Yet, in his disease, he sought not to the Lord, but to the physician. Have you ever done that? And so, as a result, Asa slept with his fathers and died in the one and fortieth year of his reign. Wow. Mm -hmm. It can happen that way, you know. It just may be that we have moved into presumption. We've assumed a few things along the way. And we have not Fully sought the Lord Doesn't mean we haven't sought the Lord at all We have not fully sought the Lord concerning this You say, well, Pastor, I'm doing what I think I'm supposed to do I just don't get it Well, saints, 
if we attempt to carry out God's instructions in our own strength and by our own path, we open ourselves to failure and undue opposition. It is so. Ourselves to failure and undue opposition. Let's go over to the book of Psalms. The book of Psalms, and I'll tell you where we're going in just a moment. Amen. We're going to Psalm 37. Psalm 37. And we're going to go to verse 23. Psalm 37, verse 23. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down. For the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that wonderful? Every single step. The steps of a good man. Every single step. In the Gospel of John, Chapter 15, verse 5. The Gospel of John, chapter 15, verse 5. Jesus says to all of us, I am the vine. Ye are the branches. I'm the vine, you're the branches. Not the other way around. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit, much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. Without me, the vine, the branches can do nothing. Oh, if we would just believe that. First Samuel chapter two. The Bible says that he will keep the feet of his saints. He will keep the feet of his saints. For by strength shall no man Prevail. By strength shall no man prevail. It would help us greatly to learn to wait on the Lord for the steps of our challenge. It would help us greatly to learn to wait on the Lord. For the steps of our challenge. 
We receive his instructions to accomplish a matter, but how? Well, those are the steps. We must learn to seek the Lord for the next step, one step at a time. Yes, we must learn to seek the Lord for each step of the way. The old man, the flesh, just came up with a plan and started to do it that way. But the new man in Christ seeks the Lord for specific instructions and for the Lord's timing each directive. The new man in Christ seeks the Lord for specific instruction and for the Lord's timing for each directive. What a big difference this makes. Amen? Proverbs chapter 3, beginning with verse 5. Proverbs chapter 3, beginning with verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Put all of your confidence in the Lord with your whole heart. And lean not, do not depend upon thine own understanding, your way of viewing and seeing the matter. What you think you already know about this type of situation. Don't depend on that. Lean not unto thine own understanding in all thy ways, even if you've done it before. In all thy ways, acknowledge him. Yield to the Holy Spirit. And he shall direct thy path. He shall direct thy path. Go this way. Go that way. No, I didn't tell you to go that way. I said go this way. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Don't try to be such a suchy much. You know, you know so much till you can't get it right. Fear the Lord. Reverence the Lord. Desire his correction, his instruction, his reproof, his way of doing things. And depart from evil. Amen? Depart from evil. What evil? Doing it your way and not his way. Amen? 
Amen. Praise the Lord. This is the difference, foolishness and wisdom. This is the difference between foolishness and wisdom. We must learn to walk in his wisdom, not our own. When we take off to accomplish a God directive in our own ideas and strength, we are now acting in presumption instead of the spirit of grace. When we take off to accomplish a God directive in our own ideas and strength, we are now acting in presumption instead of the spirit of grace. Then comes the fear and the doubting. Yes, as soon as the circumstances don't go as smoothly as we thought, Here comes the emotional problem. Oh, yes. That's what the devil's been waiting for. The fear that we might fail. So we second-guess ourselves. And in so doing, open the door for doubt. We open the door for doubt. You know, the door of doubt hangs on the hinges of uncertainty. But that's not a door that we should open. And then comes some confusion. It's a rallying cry for the devils. Uh, They're off. They're off. They're off. Look, they're off. They're off. They went the wrong way. Look, look, look. Then comes, did I really hear from God? Saint. Saint of God, it may be time to reconsider your steps. Each step must be ordered of the Lord. Every single move must be ordered of the Lord. Do you remember the example from the wilderness experience? Well, let's visit. In Nehemiah chapter 9, Nehemiah chapter 9, verse 12, you will find that the Lord was already waiting for us to arrive. Moreover, thou leddest them in the day by a cloudy pillar, and in the night by a pillar of fire, to give them light in the way wherein they should go. Moreover, thou leddest them in the day by a cloudy pillar, and in the night by a pillar of fire, to give them light in the way wherein they should go. Verse 19, same chapter, Nehemiah chapter 9, verse 
19. Yet thou, in thy manifold mercy, all of the mercies of God, forsook them not in the wilderness. Sometimes you feel like you're in the wilderness, don't you? It's all right. It's normal for Christians to go through a wilderness. He didn't forsake them, and he won't forsake you either. The pillar of the cloud departed not from them by day to lead them in the way, neither the pillar of fire by night to show them the light and the way wherein they should go. God didn't lead them to their own devices. He didn't leave them out there alone, wandering around, trying to find their way by themselves. He never left them. And he won't leave you either. Even if you make mistakes, he won't leave. Amen? He won't just leave. He'll be there with you. Exodus chapter 40. Exodus chapter 40. 40, beginning with verse 36. And when the cloud was taken up from over the tabernacle, the children of Israel went onward in all their journey. When God said it was time to take the next step, that's when they took it, not a second before. But if the cloud were not taken up, then they journeyed not till the day that it was taken up. So you see, they remained dependent on the presence of the Lord to lead them. They didn't decide they knew the way to go because they didn't. Amen. I believe we're hearing from God now. You see, saints, they journeyed onward when the pillar of cloud moved. They stayed when the pillar of cloud stayed. In Romans chapter 8, verse 14, Romans chapter 8, verse 4, verse 14, correction. You know, the Lord keeps reminding me of how eager toddlers are. It's okay for you to hold their hand as long as they know They don't know where they're going. But the moment they see something familiar or something that interests them, they want you to let go of their hands so they can tear off in the direction they want to go. And some of us still have not outgrown that mindset in Christ. We'll hold on to the Lord's hand as long as we're unsure and uncertain and we, we, we're not quite, quite 
comfortable darting off in a direction that we think we ought to go. But the minute we think we've learned five scriptures and we kind of got our feet stable in the Lord, there we go. Amen. And so it is. So Romans chapter 8, verse 14 comes to remind us, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Amen. Psalm 119, verse 133. Psalm 119, verse 133. Order my steps in thy word. Order my steps in thy word. And let not any iniquity have dominion over me. Praise the Lord. Our problem is this. We have become so accustomed to doing things according to our own personal tradition, our own personal tradition, that we don't stop to think. We just keep on going in our own personal traditions of handling a matter. We ask God to bless our plan. But saying God's plan is already blessed. Just do his plan instead of yours. Many times we are given instruction that we would rather not follow. It just seems too time-consuming or too tedious, so we would rather do what we have always done. That's how we feel. Or maybe our feelings are telling us that we just don't want to do it quite that way. We don't really like that. We don't really favor that. And we don't really want to do that that way. Mm -hmm. And that's where we get off track. You see, the word must have the preeminent, the first place in our lives. We just don't feel like going through the extra mile or expending the extra effort or waking up to do the dream protocol or whatever the case might be. But saints, That's not obedience. That's rebellion. That's lawlessness. That's unbelief. Yes, rebellion. Yes, stubbornness. 
and your own way, your own tradition has made the word of God to have no effect on you in this matter. That's not a good habit to develop. To live in such a way that the word of God does not affect you in certain matters. Why? Because your own personal traditions override the word of God and cause it to become unfruitful in your life in that way. Remember, you must abide in the vine to bring forth much fruit. There may even be warning signs, but we have chosen a plan of action, and we don't want to change. But change we must if we desire to be transformed into the image of Christ. But change we must if we desire to be transformed into the image of Christ. Song of Solomon, Chapter 2. Song of Solomon, Chapter 2. Verse 15, take us the foxes, the little foxes that spoil the vine, for our vines have tender grapes. Well, you've hung in there with Jesus enough to produce some fruit. You've got some tender grapes. But look. Look what's come. The foxes, the little foxes in your life, and they're spoiling the vine, and they're taking over your tender grapes. Yes, the little foxes spoil the vine. A little disobedience here, a little stubbornness there, and then full Scale rebellion. Mm, little pride here. Little resistance to the Holy Spirit there. Before you know it, you slid right into full scale rebellion. And you know, that's a problem that many saints have. They're in full-scale rebellion. And it's by their own choices. Yes, it is so. Romans chapter 9, beginning with verse 20. Romans chapter 9, beginning with verse 20. Nay, But, O man, who art thou that repliest against God? Why are you talking back to God? Amen? Why are you talking back to God? 
he says such and such, and you're arguing back. You've got too much to say. You're answering again. That's not what the word teaches. Amen. Shall the thing formed say to him that formed it, Why hast thou made me thus? Well, you're the one that made me, Lord. I've got a brain. Aren't I supposed to use it? We most certainly. Hath not the potter power over the clay of the same lump to make one vessel unto honor and another unto dishonor? Can't God do with you what he wants to do with you? Is that allowed in your world? Mm-hmm. Is that allowed in your world? Amen. Praise the Lord. It's a real world. We're real people. We're real issues. Perhaps you're just following the trend of how the people that raised you or the people that you're accustomed to being with behave. But the Bible tells us to come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord. Separate. All of your friends might be doing it this way, and it might be working just well, just fine and dandy for them. But then God says, nope, I don't want you to do it that way. And all of a sudden, you've got a pout. You're upset. Well, why not? They do it that way. Why why, why can't I do it that way? Well, you see, you belong to Jesus Christ. You are not your own. You were bought with a price. And that price was the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Amen? He's your Lord. He's the Lord of your life. You made him the Lord of your life. He's running the show because you're submitted to him, right? Amen. Remember in the Bible, in the building of the tent of meeting, remember that part? In the wilderness, God gave detail specific instruction in the building of the ark God gave detail specific instruction let us learn to wait upon the Lord for the detail we try this then we try that let us learn to wait For the detail In Isaiah chapter 42 Isaiah chapter 42 Beginning with verse 18 Hear ye deaf And look ye blind That ye may see Who is blind but my servant Or deaf as my messenger that I sent Who is blind as he that is perfect and blind as the Lord's servant? Seeing many things, 
but thou observest not, opening the ears, but he heareth not. Hmm. That's something to ponder. That's something to ponder. God leads us in the way that he chooses. We should all learn this. So, in Matthew chapter 14, Matthew chapter 14, beginning with verse 22. Jesus fed the 5,000 men. We'll talk about it. And straightway, Jesus constrained his disciples to get into a ship and to go before him unto the other side while he sent the multitudes away. Yes. After he healed them all, prayed for them all, he fed 5,000 men besides women and children. And when they were full, he sent the multitudes away. And the disciples were instructed to get into the ship and make their way to the other side. So they received a God instruction. Amen. Told them in verse 22 to get into the ship, to go ahead of him to the other side, while he was sending the multitudes away. They had been prayed for. They were healed. They received the word. They are now full of food. And he sent them away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. When the evening was come, he was there alone. Verse 24. Verse 24. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea. So they they followed Jesus' instructions and they got in the ship. You have to realize some of these men in the ship were experienced commercial fishermen. They were used to being on the water. They knew how to handle themselves on the water. They knew how to handle themselves in storms. They'd been through that before. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves, for the wind was contrary. The wind didn't want to agree with them, go along with them. No, it was doing its own thing, so it seemed. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them. I told you he'd never leave you alone. Walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It's a spirit! And they cried out for fear. But straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I. 
be not afraid. Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou. Now, Jesus has already told them it was him. But Peter said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. Okay. So Peter received a call from Jesus for deliverance. Jesus said, come. And Peter got out of the ship. He stepped out on the first step of faith to go to Jesus. In verse 29, Matthew chapter 14, verse 29. And he said, come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. Well, there was a but here. When he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid. Hmm. So, you started out in faith, What did hinder you? Peter's eyes led him off of the path to Jesus. What do you mean? Well, let's read a little further. It's right there in the passage. He says, Uh Uh-huh. Okay. He told him, that was it, come. Come. Well, okay, that seems simple enough. Peter figured he had enough faith for that, so he jumped out to do it. And that's how we are. That's how we behave. That's how we act. That's what we do. That's what we do. There's nothing wrong with having faith and stepping out in faith. But you see, when we step out in faith, we must learn a few things about staying in faith. It's one thing to step out in faith. It's another thing to remain in faith. Really? Yes. Seriously. The Bible says, in verse 29 and in verse 30, When Jesus says, come, but by verse 30, when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid. He was afraid. He saw the wind, 
it was the same kind of win he's seen before in life, but this time it looked really bad to him. And he became afraid. So, Peter's eye led him path to Jesus. He saw the enormity of the situation and his heart failed him. He became afraid. Has that ever happened to you? Think about it. Jesus said, be of good cheer. So there was hope for Peter, and there's hope for you too. Peter's fear opened the door to his failure. That's right. Peter's fear opened the door to his failure. And we want to thank the Lord for putting this passage into the Bible because many of us can see ourselves there. Peter's fear opened the door to his failure and he began to sink. One minute he was walking on the water just like Jesus. The next minute he began to sink. All of this in the presence of the Lord. All of this in the presence, the very presence of the Lord. So this experienced commercial fisherman who spent his life on the water cried out, Lord, save me. This wasn't a novice. This was someone who knew what to do out on the waves in the sea. But this experienced commercial fisherman cried out to the Lord, Lord, Save me. And in verse 31, immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said to him, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? Hmm. That's a good question. Only you can answer that for the Lord. Why are you doubting? Why are you doubting? The Lord didn't say that he didn't have any faith at all. Surely he did. He stepped out of the boat. He walked on the water. The Lord said, O thou of little faith. You see, the Lord is always trying to get us to grow. Wherefore didst thou doubt? Why'd you doubt me? I told you you could come. You were walking. You're doing just fine until you got your eyes off the Lord. Jesus is stretching forth his hand to you. 
Will you reach to him and be saved? Time, keep your eyes on Jesus. It matters not how many times you handle things like this before. You still need Jesus every step of the way. In Second Chronicles, chapter 20, Second Chronicles, chapter 20, beginning with verse 6, and said, O Lord God of our fathers, this is Jehoshaphat. This is Jehoshaphat, Second Chronicles. Chapter 20. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And we are at verse 6. And Jehoshaphat is speaking to the Lord in a prayer. O Lord God of our fathers, art not thou God in heaven? And rulest not thou over all the kingdoms of the heathen? And in thine hand is there not power and might, so that none is able to withstand thee? Art not thou our God, who didst drive out the inhabitants of this land before thy people Israel, and gavest it to the seed of Abraham thy friend forever? And they dwelt therein, and have built thee a sanctuary therein for thy name, saying, If when evil cometh upon us as the sword, judgment, or pestilence, or famine, we stand before this house, and in thy presence, for thy name is in this house, and cry unto thee in our affliction, then thou wilt hear and help. And now, behold, the children of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, whom thou wouldest not let Israel invade, when they came out of the land of Egypt, but they turned from them and destroyed them not. Behold, I say, how they reward us to come to cast us out of thy possession, which thou hast given us to inherit. O our God, wilt thou not judge them? For we have no might against this great company that cometh against us. Neither know we what to do, but our eyes are upon thee. Saint, your eyes on Jesus. Amen. Keep your eyes on the Lord. Amen. Amen. Brother Bill. Praise the Lord, Pastor Sabrina. Praise the Lord. We have some wonderful praise reports tonight. Let's get into it now. Venetia says, praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the victory yesterday at the gun range. I thank you for giving me clear sight picture and excellent marksmanship. Thank you for putting the spirit of doubt and shame away 
and forgiving boldness with humility at the same time. Thank you that I cannot do nothing without you. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. We just praise you. Thank you, Lord. What a difference. The Kyra has a praise report. Great is your faithfulness. Thank you, Lord, for your never-ending mercies. Jesus has been extremely kind to me, and I wanted to share those testimonies. Jesus has financially taken care of me for nearly five years. In that time, I have not paid any rent and been financially taken care of. Let's see. Blood of Jesus. In that time, I have not paid any rent and been allowed to keep my full paycheck. When I initially started my job, I was a maternity cover and gave and Blood of Jesus. I mean, I bind all this confusion in here in Jesus' name. Here we go. When I initially started my job, I was materially covered, but God gave me favor with my employer and kept extending my contract. It was a five- to six-month contract, and I've been there over two years. Eventually, they created a role for me as their new, as their apprentice. When I became a Christian, the devil attacked my finances, and thousands of pounds worth of debt debt came out of nowhere. But Jesus delivered me, and the government paid my rent so I could pay off my debt. Within a few months, I was debt-free and continued to pay. I just praise you, Lord. That's a wonderful praise report. AK has a praise report. Thank you, God, for healing a problem I had for a while with my eyes. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. D has a praise report. Uh, she has two of them. First, on my travel assignment, I got a call from my recruiter that my facility is giving me a two-week notice due to budget cutbacks. He said my name was on the list of people being let go. In spite of all that, I'm so grateful that the facility gave me a two-week notice so I can get paid and not wrongfully canceling my contract with false accusations like some facilities have in the past. First of all, God is my main source, and for every need in all areas of my life, he always takes care of me in every way. Praise you, Lord. And I have contacted the hotel, the front desk, on two separate occasions during my reservation. They're wanting to extend my stay for an extra night to get more rest before my road trip. But I was told, no, they were overbooked. So I prayed, and God made a way where there was no way. I received a phone call from the front desk saying, Denise, we have a miracle. Do you want to stay in your room? I said, yes, and I rushed down to extend for another night. Praise you, Lord. See the difference prayer makes? Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Then Kay has a praise. We had a leak that looked like it was going to be quite a project. God solved the problem so quickly and easily. It wasn't anything at all like we expected. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. And Sharon has a testimony. I had pain in my back for three weeks. I was praying. I grabbed the area, slung in the air, and said, Return to sender, I claimed. Psalm seventy nine twelve. I started coughing 
instantly, and the pain left. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. He's learning to fight. Praise you, Lord Jesus. All the saints are growing. Gina has her praise report. The Lord is uprooting a deep spirit of shame, guilt, and condemnation. It was so obvious, but I was blinded. Thank you, Lord. I was a bedwetter till I was 23 years old. I had surgery as a child for something that was not physical, but emotional and spiritual. The Lord really does set the captives free, and he redeems us. It took me decades. It may take decades to reveal, but he knows what he is doing. And yes, Pastor Sabrina, we must be persistent. I am grateful. Praise you, Lord. These are wonderful, awesome praise reports. I just give you all the praise, all the glory. Praise you, Lord. The saints are going. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord Jesus. These are awesome. And now back to you, Pastor Sabrina. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, Lord, for all of these wonderful miracles and praise reports. Now, saints, I want you to know something. This was not all of the praise report, and I happen to know so. So, you have a praise report, and you have not taken the time to put it in the Global Prayer Warriors prayer room, It is now time for you to put your praise report in the Global Prayer Warriors Prayer Room. Amen? It is. That's what we do in this ministry. We don't keep the victories of God to ourselves. The Bible says that we're supposed to share them openly with the congregation of the righteous because our testimonies encourage others. Our testimonies make the next trial easier for us. Our testimonies, when we share them, show how great and powerful our God is and that he loves us. So if you have a testimony, and you do, and you have not placed it in the Global Prayer Warriors Prayer Room, for whatever reason, repent and then place your testimony in the global prayer warriors prayer room. Amen. God is worthy. He deserves all the honor and all the praise that is due to him because your miracle didn't come because you were breathing. Your miracle came. Your breakthrough came. Your change came because of Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. So everyone who has a testimony, oh, yes, there are plenty of you out there with testimony. Amen? God's moved in your life. He's done something for you that no other power could do. And now it is time for you to share your testimony with the body of Christ. The Bible says that we overcame him with the blood of the lamb, by the blood of the lamb, and with the words of our testimony. Our testimony is a weapon of warfare against the enemy. And so it's imperative 
It's important. It's extremely significant for everyone to share their testimony with the body of Christ. Amen? Some of you are still reluctant to put your prayer request in the Global Prayer Warriors prayer room. But Jesus is being very patient and long-suffering. Amen? He is full of mercy. However, he's still waiting for you to put your prayer request in the Global Prayer Warriors prayer room. Amen? And stop giving that little fox an opportunity to devour your, the grapes on your vine. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. You see, God is great and greatly to be praised, and we should do just that. We should praise him with our praise reports. Amen? We should give him what is due him. You know, it's awful. Yes, it is. It is awful for God to move. You know, people always want to take credit for something. Always wanting to take credit for something. Even if they're not the ones responsible. They want to take credit for this and credit for that. But the point is, the credit belongs to whom it is due. And when God moves in your life, and does something for you. Credit, honor, and praise belong to him. They belong to him. It's not a suggestion. You're depriving God of what actually belongs to him. So, saints, take this seriously. Put your prayer request in the Global Prayer Warriors prayer room. There's victory in obedience. Put your praise report in the Global Prayer Warriors prayer room. There's overcoming in obedience. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Yeah, that's the truth. There's overcoming There's victory in obedience. So we're going to go to our guest call-ins. The number is area code 319-527-6235, and press 1. Area code 352 We're coming to you in Jesus' name. Area code 352, you're on the air in the name of Jesus. Thank you. Can you hear Uh, me okay? Yes, I hear you just fine. Nice to talk to you, Ms. Sabrina, Uh, Pastor Sabrina. My name's Arthur. I've been having a problem now for, oh, about... 2019, I started having something go up my arm. I've been in and out of the doctors. Uh, I'm a disabled vet. I've had some problems. Uh, I went through a uh, a loss and uh, pretty heavy loss. I lost my wife after 32 years, and uh, 
I myself used to uh, be in deliverance ministry here and there when I could do it. Anyway, uh, recently, this past summer, uh, I wound up going to, they told me, I've had doctors looking at me. They said, well, it's your heart. You have brachycardia. And I got like seven, confirm- you know, I, I prayed to the Lord for months and months and months. Uh, my heartbeat went up from 38 and went all the way up to 59, which is right below 60, as low as it's supposed to be. And I couldn't get it to 60. So after several, several confirmations, seven to be exact, I finally went ahead and several people I was close with said I need to get it done. So I did it, and then I went to uh, I met a doctor from the Mayo Clinic, and he said, he had jumped in and said, well, why did you get this done? He looked at the other doctor that said I needed to be done. And uh, I didn't hear the whole conversation, but I heard him say, no, it didn't need to be done. So I got a pacemaker in me that has not changed the problem I'm having, which is I'm having a problem with my breathing at times. uh, And I got a lot of pain throughout my skeleton in my body. And I did deliverance. Uh, I don't know if you know, I'm sure you know Sherry Hill. She's a friend of ours. I prayed with Sherry before, people. And, you know, I'm just trying to do the best I can, trusting in the Lord. But uh, I got the skeletons very painful, as you probably know. I heard you were a pharmacist. And just recently, about six months ago, they told me I have osteoporosis, I don't receive none of that, but these are the things that have been spoken over me. I've taken several different uh, NSAIDs to help, and uh, I get very little to no relief from it at all. So so that's where I'm at. My wife and I, uh, we do spiritual warfare generally every day. So, you know, I need help. I just don't know what to do anymore. I'm... I'm doing all I know to do, but like you said, sometimes uh, maybe I've missed something. Maybe I've done something wrong. Maybe I'm in rebellion. I don't know. I don't think I am. I know I was told to do something. Ma'am? How did you hear about us? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. She she told me about you. Okay. Um, do you have a local church that you attend? There, there's no local church around here. Uh, COVID knocked out the majority of them, and uh, the, the few that are here, you mean they're not churches? They're entertainment centers. They're not okay. preaching the word like you are. You, you know, you preach. You know, I was a pastor. I'm just going to tell you, for about 17 years. And I went through a lot. I lost my wife for 32 years. I remarried. The Lord blessed me with a woman. And by this time, be truthful, which I thought I'd be better, but it's been a fight. And just like, you know, a lot, a lot of things tonight, I was shaking my head. A lot of things you're saying tonight were, were knocking on my door, if you know what I mean. Uh, I don't know what I've done. I don't know why this keeps on, keeps on, keeps on. I've been fighting. I've gotten... Had a few people pray for me and got a little deliverance, but not a whole lot. So that's where I'm at, ma'am. Okay. You were in what part of the military, or were you? 
Yes, ma'am. Two branches. Yeah, I was a Which, Navy man, and then I was in I was in the Navy first. Uh, I was a uh, firefighter in the Navy, and then I went to the Coast Guard and uh, was a firefighter again, engineer, and I rescued people. A lot of Haitian folks, and uh, a lot of uh, Cuban folks. Pretty good amount. Uh, not as many Cubans as the Haitians. A lot of Haitian folks I rescued. So that's, you know, I thank God that I got to help them people. Can't say at the time All I was right. doing it, I was very grateful, but I am now to help people. All right. Praise the Lord. All right. Well, let's go to the Lord. All right. Let's go. Saints, yes, begin to pray in different languages, please. Thank you. It's time to, time to use your faith now. Heavenly Father, in the name of my son, I know why you're here tonight. You want to be healed. You want to be healed. Yes, Lord. But the path to healing yes, Lord. follows me. The path Amen. to healing follows me. You see, blind Bartimaeus could not see where he was going, and neither can you. To be healed, you must follow him who releases healing to you. And you must continue to follow me. Not necessarily in a way that you're accustomed, but in the way that I'm leading. So, as I lead you, follow me and stay close near to me so that when I change your pace or your step, you will not get out of sync with me. Follow close to me, I said. Close. Not far off. Close. Put away some of the things that have hindered you and distracted you and walk closer with me, says the Lord. Hmm. Well, mm-hmm. you got some instructions. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I, I mean, between me and you, I, I ain't got time beating around a bush no more. I just tell it the way it is. I had, he had told me to go to a, uh, it's uh pastor, it's a, a homeless uh, shelter, basically. But when I got there, I was speaking in tongues, and the Lord said, go there. It's called Grace Village. It's located in Gainesville. And when I went there, it was open. You you couldn't go inside there. They wanted to start doing COVID tests on you, no matter how many. They, you had to be COVID tested. And I said, well, I don't want to be getting those swabs up my nose all the time. And they had people in and out of there all the, just about every day that were getting COVID at the time. It was pretty heavy. 
And I'm wondering if I made a mistake by just going there anyway, because my life's not my own. I know that it's his. I can't do, you know, that's just the way. We all have a path we got to follow, and he's the one that's, you know, he ha- you know, the Bible says that he has good and perfect, he's got a perfect plan for us, and that, you know, I trust in him. That's all I could say. He, a plan that's not going to hurt us or harm us. I trust the Lord. So I'm wondering if I need to go back there. All we were doing is giving people some little bags of food and, you know, just trying to spread the love of Christ. That's all we were doing. And I think maybe I need to go back there. I'd heard one other thing, and I'll jump all night because I know you got more people you got to pray for, and I just thank you. You all are up in Jacksonville? Yes, we are still in Jacksonville. Well, I'm an hour, hour and a half from you, then. Not too far from you. If you Y'all would have like a to visit on us. Sundays? If you would like to visit us, you will need to contact Brother Bill. In the chat room while we are live okay. on the air. Amen. Okay. If you would like to visit us. Yes, ma'am. And the Lord is releasing you to visit us at this time. You will need to contact Brother Bill in the chat room while we are live on the air. You know, some people did not realize that we changed our, our open door policy after COVID or during COVID, and uh, we changed our policy for very good reason. But it remains such because the Lord has not changed it to anything else. So we ask that you contact Brother Bill while we on in the chat room while we are on the air, and if you cannot while we are on the air, that you email me at gproom at outlook.com. That's G room at outlook.com. Amen? And we'll yes, take it from ma'am. there. Thank you so much. Now Thank I'm you, going ma'am. to pray for you. Appreciate Hold on. Hold on. Yes, ma'am. Church, we're going to pray for him. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, you said that the steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord. And so, Father, in the name of Jesus, our brother is willing to come before you and find out if he missed you and if he did where. We ask, Father, that you open his eyes, just as you did blind Bartimaeus, so that he can see more clearly what you've called for him to do and the steps you want him to take. We ask you, Father, to direct him, to guide him. You promised to guide us with your eye upon us. And so, Lord, we want to thank you for what our brother has gained tonight and for your word of instruction to him in Jesus' name. We want to thank you, that you will order his steps in your timing for him and that you will bring him to the place that you're calling him to. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. And we plead the blood of Jesus over him right now. We plead the blood of Jesus over him. Plead the blood of Jesus over him. And we thank you for it, Father, in Jesus' name. Hope to talk to you again soon. God bless you. Yes, ma'am. God bless you. Thank you so much. 
You're welcome. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Area code 562. We're on the air live in Jesus' name. Area code 562. You're on the air live. Hi, Pastor Sabrina. It's me, Fabi. Hi. Um, Hi. Hi. <laughs> um, I'm just um, asking for prayer for my whole entire family to um, receive the Holy Spirit, to receive salvation, true salvation, not religious, uh, religious uh, salvation, but the true God. God knows which family, because I have like an adopted family and I have a whole natural family. All right. And I also ask, requesting for healing for my dad Herman. Um, he's uh, he's been uh, bedridden. Um, he can get up and in and out of bed, but he needs help, and he's really, really. Uh, it's hard for him to get out of bed. So, I just pray for for him to get better, and also for my mom. I think she's still listening, but um, I got her to get on last week, and she was listening tonight, so she's the one that brought me to the Lord when I was 13 years old. I didn't know anything about being saved, and I I didn't know anything about salvation at all, but she introduced me to the Lord when I was 13, and then I became part of their family. Well, praise the Lord. All right, we're ready to pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we lift up our, uh, this family to you, the extended family, the biological family, the adoptive family. We lift each member of the family up to you, Father. And Jesus said that if he be lifted up, he would draw all men unto him. Well, he was lifted up on the cross. And he is Amen. drawing all men to him. And we ask you, Lord, to have mercy on this family and to draw these persons closer to the real Jesus. Yes, there's another one out there being preached that is not Jesus Christ. He's just somebody they made up. But we're asking you, Father, for the real salvation, the salvation that Jesus talked to Nicodemus about when he said, you must be born again. So regardless of what these people have learned or not learned, what they've heard about you or not heard about you, we ask you, Lord, to extend your mercy to them. And we ask, Father, for you to draw them closer to where they need to be that they might receive salvation and deliverance. For deliverance is the children's bread. We give you praise, Lord. We give you glory. We give you honor. We take authority, dominion, and power over things that seem to be big hindrances to people that are but a small thing to you. We ask you, Lord, to deal with them in those areas of their lives in Jesus' name. We ask you, Lord, for the Holy Spirit to convict them of sin. Convict them of their lifestyle, convict them of their belief system, convict them of their behavior, convict them. Jesus, when Jesus died, he said it's finished. 
The work he came to do, he finished. That the Holy Spirit might go forth and convict people of sin, of judgment, and of the world to come. So, Lord, we ask for that conviction to come into their lives, that they might begin to call on your name, that they might begin to seek after you. We lift up Mr. Herman to you, Father, in the name of Jesus. He's having difficulty. So we take authority, dominion, and power over the root cause of his difficulty, and we bind it in the name of Jesus Christ. And we ask you, Father, to strengthen him, even in his mortal flesh, that he might be able to move around more freely, that he might be able to have strength to stand, strength to sit, strength to move, Lord. That he might repent of the sins in his heart that have hindered his body from natural movement. We bind spirits of unforgiveness in all of the members of all of the family. We bind fault finding. We bind judgmental spirits. We bind self-righteousness. We bind argumentative spirits and strife and division in Jesus' holy name. And the gospel is sown in peace. So, Father, we ask you to go forth. We ask you to send workers across their path whether they be over the radio, over the phone, person, Mm -hmm. even through track. We ask you, Lord, to send your workers across their path that they might have contact with people who really know Jesus, the real Jesus. We give you praise, Lord. We give you glory. We lift up the mom to you, Lord. Help her prayer life. Help her prayers, Lord. Strengthen her prayers. Give her more faith, Father. Show her your way. We thank you for the work that she has done, Lord. Encourage her to continue doing those things that you have placed in her heart for her to do. And we give you praise, glory, and honor for it, Father, in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. God bless you. Thank you for calling. Amen. amen. Yes, Thank sir. you for calling. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hmm? Praise the Lord. Area code 832. You're on the air live in Jesus' name. Hi, Pastor Sabrina. This is Gladys. Hi, how are you? I'm doing as best as I can, and I'm trying to um, stay strong in the Lord. Um, I'm in need of prayer. Um, I've noticed in the last two months I'm getting a lot of attacks. Um, And, um, I mean, I've been doing the fasting and praying and getting before the Lord every morning before I start my job. And I apply the blood of Jesus over my work and my computers, and I anoint myself. And um, I'm, I've had some issues this week with my boss, 
Um, I work uh, for 15 years. I worked for this company, and I've never had any issues with her. My work has always been um, had really high remarks marks. And um, but about two months ago, um, one of the designers decided to take leave of absence because she was. We were all overworked, so she took some time off. So we're down to two people, and we have overworked, really overworked. So my body's been um, having some issues, some trouble with. Um, just a lot of pain in my back and my, my hands, and I was concerned that um, I was not going to be able to get a lot of my work done. So I contacted my boss, uh, one of my bosses, my, my supervisor, not the owner, on Friday, and I let them know what was going on with me. And um, and then on, on Monday, I had some computer issues, and so I went to the office and got my computer fixed. I went like three times to visit the office, and the next day, uh, the owner of the company, which is the boss over our department, um, contacted me, and um, she was pretty upset because she was she was accusing me of things, and um, I, I told her what was going on with me, that I couldn't work as fast as I used to. I said, I, I'm working, I'm getting my deadlines met, but I just can't work as fast as I can right now. I'm, I need to make sure that I'm not, that I'm taking care of myself um, that way I'm not out as a designer. I want to work and do all my work for them, you know. And about 10 years ago, I, I was on leave of absence because of this issue. They had overworked me, and I had to take about six weeks off to recuperate. And so I didn't want that to happen this time around. So I thought it would be good to let them know because they were telling us that they were going to be getting a, another designer, but it's been over a month now, and they've never hired anyone. And so... Um, I just feel uh, she wrote me up today um, saying I've never been written before in any job after 15 years. So I, I didn't understand why she would she would do that and she would lie. She lied in the report saying that I wasn't doing my work, that I was um, just slacking off and uh, that I didn't contact her with the computer. And I, I did everything that I knew to do to get this machine fixed and get myself up and going. But uh, I just feel... Um, I don't know if because I'm turning 60 this year that they're gonna they're trying to think getting rid of me at this point and finding new people so they can pay them less. It's the only thing that came across my mind because I I've never had anything like this happen with this company before. So I'm I'm a little bit concerned about that. Um, um, so I've been having attacks with this thing happening, and also uh, about a month prior I've had um, a car that hit my wall. And if the tree wasn't there, he would have come barreling through my bedroom into me. And I saw a, a, a piece of a photograph of the Virgin of Guadalupe right in front of my, my in front of the sidewalk where the car hit. Uh, I had gone out the next day to look to see what was going on because I, I honestly I didn't hear the crash because they have these um, sound blocking windows. And um, so I've been experiencing a lot of a lot of um, attacks that way, but my job is the first time ever. Um, I have no other source of income other than that. I have no family living here other than my daughter, but she's married. And I, I'm just, I just need help. I've been really fatigued from the overwork, and I just don't feel that um, uh, we're being heard at the office. And I don't know if, the, if this is the way the Lord's telling me it's time to move on. And um, I mean, I got myself ready about three months ago. I got all my portfolio and my resume put together 
and I thought maybe it was getting that to that time that maybe the Lord's trying to move me on to something else, maybe something better. I don't know. And so I just need prayer for that. I need prayer for. Um, now, first of all, have you sat down calmly, without your emotions being overwrought, and yes. just asked the Lord? Okay, what did the Lord say to you? Oh, I haven't asked him that this happened not even three hours ago, three, four hours ago that this happened with my boss. Um, All right. I, at the end of the week, I, I didn't see anything wrong. I was working hard. I'm getting all my work done, and she didn't say anything to me till today. Actually, yesterday, and then today she wanted to talk to me. That's when she told me she woke me up. And so I was kind of shocked all right. about so, that. So you didn't, you didn't get a verbal warning. You just got a written warning. I got a written warning. Uh, she said it was okay. My, so there was okay. So there was, was no verbal warning. warning. No. Wait a minute. Let me finish. There was no sure. verbal warning preceding the written warning. That's what I'm trying Correct. to determine. Yes. Okay. And she said the reason was what? Um, she said that um, I failed to contact her when my machine was down. Um, that I was supposed to contact her, and um, that I didn't, um, and also that my um, that I am not meeting up my job uh, is unsatisfactory. That I'm not meeting my ex- her expectations, and that um, was the other thing. Um, she she would twist the words that I would talk to when I would converse with her. She would make it seem like I was okay. a troublemaker. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay. Heavenly Father and Esha Rugunde da Brishata da Brocade de Rakisa, Rugata Risite, Rugusha da Brusa, Ledietate, Rugata da Bresa, Ledusa da Breki. Every attack must go back in Jesus' name. Every attack, every attack, every attack must go back in Jesus' name. Rugola Ledusunde da Bricata, Rugura. Father, all the words she wrote, all the words she spoke, all the Rukoharikisa de Diosu, the inferences that she made. We bind them all in the name of Jesus Christ, and we send them back where they, oh, ha-ha, there it is. We send them back where they came from in the name of Jesus Christ. We command the tension. We command the stress in our sister to be bound in Jesus' name. Deep breath and cough that out. The fear, the worry, the doubt, the anxiety, the suffering, the affliction, the persecution to be bound in Jesus' name. Deep breath and cough. Come out of her. Come out of her right now in the name of Jesus Christ. The trauma. The trauma bound in Jesus' name. Father, we call for an adjudication from the righteous judge concerning this matter. Let the truth come forth. Everything that's hidden, hey, hallelujah. Let it come uncovered, Father. Let the truth come out now in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind every spirit of jealousy. Risata, spirits of competition. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. No weapon formed against Gladys shall be able to prosper. And every tongue that is risen against her in judgment, we now condemn in Jesus' holy name. 
Relaxation of the stomach muscles in the name of Jesus Christ. Relaxation of the muscles in the back and the neck and the shoulders and the arms and the hands and the fingers in the name of Jesus Christ. Binding any demons in her computer. In the name of Attacks from the neighborhood. Return to sender in the name of Jesus. Attacks from the neighborhood. Return to sender in the name of Jesus Christ. Every attack. Every attack. Every attack must go back in the name of Jesus. Every attack. Every attack. We raise the shield of faith. Your yoke is easy and your burden is light, Lord. Let God rise and let his enemies be scattered. Let God rise. Let his enemies be scattered. Father, we thank you for perfecting the things that concern our sister in the name of Jesus Christ. Worry, you are bound in Jesus' name. Come out of her. Fear. You're bound. Uncertainty. You're bound in the name of Jesus. Come up and out. Come up and out of her. In the name of Jesus. Come up and out of her. The Lord says for you to put your resume out there. Okay. Now, when you go back and recast this broadcast, I want you to recast the beginning in particular. When I did the opening prayer. Oh, hallelujah. Father, we release the peace of God to our sister in the name of Jesus Christ. The peace of God. We ask you to clear the atmosphere, Lord, with the blood of Jesus. We bind everything in the atmosphere that is against our sister in Jesus' name. We ask you, Lord, not only to bring forth the truth, but to clear our sister's good name in the name of Jesus. The blood of Jesus speaks for her. The blood of Jesus speaks for her. Don't do anything the Lord doesn't tell you to do. Amen? Okay. Yes. You don't have to defend yourself. The Lord is your defense. Okay. Take a deep breath and allow the Holy Spirit to come in. Take a deep breath and allow the Holy Spirit to come in with the holy fire and burn out all of those spirits 
And, Father, we ask you to take this deliverance to completion in Jesus' name. Take a deep breath and then release your prayer language in Jesus' name. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Now you need to quiet your emotions and sit down with the Lord. The fast begins tomorrow. And allow the Lord to speak into your heart, all right? Yes, ma'am. All right. Thank you. God bless you. We love you. God bless you. Love you, too. Thank you. Area code 770, you're on the air live in Jesus' name. Hello? Area code 770, you're on the air live in Jesus' name. All I'm right, here. perhaps they Oh, okay. My name is Dejane Denise Cunningham. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I was and I was raped the day I was born by my father. Okay. Hello? Yes, I'm still here. It's from a it's from a, a past life. I was a boy first and I was raped by my father. But then uh-huh. I had to I, I had I had to grow. I had to literally kill that part of me off of that spiritually and become another person again. And now my name is Dejane Denise Cunningham. Okay. My mother and is what Kimberly we- Denise. Cunningham. All right. Okay. And, and um, I was raped so many times as a child that I forget some things. I forget to I forget how to pee. Sometimes I pee on myself. I can't go when I try to go to the bathroom. I shake and tremble in fear that I'm going to get raped again. And I just need I need somebody to pray for me and to help me feel better. I want to be delivered. All right. Okay. Well, deliverance is a process. Have you ever received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Yeah. Well, yes, when I was a little okay. girl, when I was uh, five years old, the first time I was raped, I accepted Christ into okay. my heart. Okay. Well, how old are you now? I'm 22, but I'm 29 spiritually. Okay. Well, why don't we um why don't we refresh your commitment to the Lord? Let's let's try that. All right? Okay. All right. I'll do that. Say, 
Lord Jesus. Repeat after me, Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ. You know everything about me. You know everything about me. You knew me before I was born. You knew me before I was born. And you know about me now. And you know about me now. I believe that you are God. I believe that you are God. I believe that you died on the cross for me. I believe that you died on the cross for me. And for my sin. And for my sin. And for the sins coming down my family line. And for the sins coming down my family line. I ask you to come live in my heart. I ask you to come and live in my heart. To forgive me. To forgive me. To heal me. To heal me. And to give me peace. And to give me peace. And you are my God. And you are my God. I make you the Lord of my life. I make you the Lord of my life. I give you charge over my life. I give you charge over my life. I give you authority over my life. And give you authority over my life. I give you power over my life. I give you power over my life. I give you dominion over my life. I give you dominion over my life. I give you my life, my love, and all of my loyalty. I give you my life, my love, and all of my loyalty. I want nothing to do with Satan and his power. I want nothing to do with Satan and his power. And I thank you for receiving my prayer. Thank you for receiving my prayers. Amen. Thank you so much, Dr. Sabrina. You said let me pray? let's pray with you. No, I want you to listen. We're going to pray. We're going to pray for you. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we come into agreement with her prayer. Break it in Jesus' name. Break it. Break it in Jesus' name. Father, with the sword of the spirit, we cut her free from every soul tie, ley line, silver cord, garland, chain, fetter, net, yoke, snare, and device of the enemy in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind every spirit in her that is not of Jesus Christ. Reggae, Rukuhara, Risa, Tadabroka, Dedi, Osuta, Rikita, Rikisa, 
from conception forward, every spirit that has entered her life that is not of Jesus Christ, we now bind. We bind every strong man and all of the underlings in the name of Jesus Christ. Healing by your stripes she has been healed. Jesus, you died to bring to an end the works of the devil. We ask you, Father, to heal her emotions to heal her in the area of her emotions, in Jesus' name. You tell us that the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much. And so, Father, you said, ask, told us to ask, and whatever we would ask, you would do it. So, Father, we ask you to take her into your arms. Hallelujah. And teach her what it is like to have a loving Heavenly Father who gives her love and not pain, who gives her acceptance and not rejection. We break the bondages in the name of Jesus Christ. We release the love of God to the root of the issues in Jesus' holy name. We release the love of God that's found in Christ Jesus, our Lord, to the root of the issues in Jesus' holy name. Lord, we place her in your hands. Holy Spirit, have your way. Riki burra katera brisha da rediosa da rakata rukise bebebe. Irusulla da riosunda da brikede. Irusulla da riosunda da brisha da rabroka de diosuta. Ruka da rabrisha da rabroka de diosuta rabrisha da rabroka holelelianda da brisha da rabrikede si de diosuta rabrikia. Great things, Lord, we expect of this beautiful young lady, because we know that you will continually touch her life. Touch her heart, touch her spirit, everything about her. And you will bring her to be the young lady that you have desired for her to be, that you sent her into the world to become. We thank you and we give you praise for it, Father, in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. Amen. We look forward to talking with you some more and praying for you some more. And God bless you. We love you. God bless you too, Dr. Sabrina. All righty. Bye-bye. I'll talk to you later. Love you, too. Good night. Good night. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Reiki pura da resitere brise kiste tere rediosuta. A resitere brise ti endere moruse rekise bejutu. We 
Father, we are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning Washington State Governor Jay Inslee signed into law bills um, setting a date of 2030 for all new cars registered in the state to be electric. The measure known as Clean Cars 2030 sets the most aggressive state target in the U.S. for the phase-out of gasoline cars, a full five years ahead of measure. Ahead of California's 2035 deadline and establishes an interagency council tasked with creating a plan for achieving the 2030 target. Passed as a part of the Move Ahead Washington, a nearly $17 billion transportation package, Clean Cars 2030 will spur public and private investment in electric vehicles and electric vehicles charging infrastructure and help Washingtonians to save money on vehicle fuel and maintenance while enjoying cleaner air and water. The war in Ukraine and the burden of high gas prices on families demonstrate the importance of ending our dependence on gasoline and preparing for an all-electric transportation future, uh, says the co-director, co-executive director of Tura, a nonprofit focused on phasing out the use of gasoline. Mm-hmm. By targeting 2030 as an end date for the sales of gasoline cars in Washington, Clean Cars 2030 gives confidence to consumers, automakers, utilities, investors, and others that now is the time to go all in on an all-electric vehicle future. Clean Cars 2030 outlines a clear path forward for the future of the electric vehicle transition in our state, the senator said. This part of our Move Ahead Washington plan will create a timeline for the data, tools, and guidelines that every sector from governments to business can plan for with confidence. This is a monumental step towards reducing our carbon emissions in Washington. And I'm proud that Washington is once again a leader in addressing the climate crisis. Clean Cars of 2030 puts Washington on the road to powering its vehicles with cheap, clean, renewable electricity produced in-state and reduces the threat that oil and gasoline pose to our air, water, health, and economy, Representative Marcy said, who first introduced the measure in 2020. Research commissioned by Coltura and conducted by Yale University, George Mason University, and Climate Nexus found 55% of voters nationally, really, they didn't ask me anything, support a full phase-out of gasoline cars starting in 2030. Did they call you and ask you anything? Because they surely didn't ask me a thing. They didn't send me uh, anything to fill out. They didn't call me and ask me anything. They didn't text me anything. I don't know who they talked to. Bolstered by a success in Washington, 
Cultura is leading coalitions working to pass similar clean cars, 2030 measures in other states. Earlier this month, Clean Cars 2030 bill was introduced in Rhode Island legislature. Clean Cars 2030 will put Washington on the road to powering its vehicles with locally produced electricity that is cleaner and cheaper than gasoline, spur a comprehensive planning process for Washington to get ready for 100% vehicle electrification. Clarify for local government, local government, automakers, charging companies, utilities, investors, landlords, and workplaces the direction of the state's EV market. Incentivize private sector investment in new EVs and charging stations. Increase opportunity for Washingtonians to save money on gasoline. Reduce the cost and uncertainty of dependence on foreign sources of oil. Reduce carbon emissions and air pollution and the threat that they pose to air, water, and health. Cultura began working on Clean Cars 2030 in 2017. Beginning in 2019 to 2020, Cultura spearheaded spearheaded a diverse coalition of more than 25 organizations that successfully advocated for the passage of the Clean Cars 2030 bill in Washington State. The coalition included leading environmental, social justice. The 2030 data established in the bill for the transition away from gasoline vehicles also attracted the support of automotive and business community. Has anybody ever priced one of those things? Compared to a regular gasoline car, That price, I think, is about three times to four times more than the cars we're driving now. A new car, like the kind we're driving now, costs about, I could be mistaken, you check the figures, check for yourself, it costs substantially less than these electric cars. Okay? Amen. Requesting adjudications from the righteous judge Concerning amid the epidemic of overdose deaths largely caused largely by fentanyl, the Drug Enforcement Administration is warning state, local, and federal law enforcement of a surge in mass overdose events, which we bind up in Jesus' name. The DEA is seeing a nationwide spike in fentanyl-related mass overdose events involving three or more overdoses occurring close in time at the same location. The DEA said in a letter sent to law enforcement offices across the country on Wednesday. In just the past few months, there have been at least seven confirmed mass overdoses across the United States, resulting in 58 overdoses and 29 overdose deaths. Many of the victims of these mass overdose events thought they were ingesting cocaine and had no idea that they were, in fact, ingesting fentanyl, it continued. Austin, Texas, Omaha, Omaha, Nebraska, St. Louis, 
Missouri, mm. and Washington, D.C., have all seen recent incidents of mass overdose, according to the DEA. In Minnehaha County, South Dakota, Sheriff Mike Milstead said in a DEA press release that the incidents aren't random. He believes that cartels are strategically distributing drugs throughout the country. Fentanyl poisonings are at an all-time high, he said. These are not isolated incidents. These are happening in every state and every country in America, leaving behind grieving families. Let us be clear. These poisonings are part of a strategic maneuver by the cartels, and it must be the nation's sheriffs appreciate the spotlight that the Drug Enforcement Administration has put on this horrifying spike of fentanyl poisonings and is committed to putting an end to this tragic trajectory. The DEA also warned that law enforcement should assume that all drugs encountered during enforcement activities now contain fentanyl, given its extreme toxicity and the increases we are seeing. It is estimated that over 100,000 people died in the U.S. from drugs during a 12-month period ending in October 2021, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Over 66% of those deaths were related to fentanyl, a synthetic narcotic 80 to 100 times stronger than morphine or other synthetic opioids. Most people died in the country last year from fentanyl. More people died in the country last year from fentanyl than guns and auto-related deaths combined. Amen. We're placing that before the Lord. Requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning the Gay and Lesbian Alliance Against Defamation. The CEO, Sarah Kate Ellis, warned that the entire entertainment industry, the time for sitting on the fence is over. Ellis spoke at the ceremony dedicated to praising LGBTQ representation within Hollywood and said, Don't wait until you're in the hot seat. There is no more time to sit on the sidelines. We need Hollywood in the front lines fighting for our rights and telling our story. Her statement, during her statement, she called the industry to take more action to add LGBTQ content to children's programming. Hollywood must take meaningful action and will soon convene the biggest brands, agencies, studios, and streamers together with two goals. One, to commit to improving the quantity, quality, and diversity of LGBTQ images, especially in kids and family programming, especially in kids and family programming. And two, to speak out against anti-LGBTQ legislation in favor of rights like the Equality Act, she stated. In just one day, on March 8th, the Florida Senate passed the, and that's the wrong name for the bill, that's not the name of the bill, which was signed into law this past week, she continued. The South Dakota Senate passed a bill that bans discussion of divisive concepts like race and sex in college courses. The Idaho House of Representatives passed a bill 
that would send librarians to jail if they let minors check out books that include LGBTQ topics, and the New Jersey Supreme Court denied an appeal that would bar a religious organization from offering so-called conversion therapy. This all happened not in one month, not in one week, but all in one day. Industry executive in this room to join us. Glad will give you the playbook. Oh, there's a playbook. But we don't give you a pass, Ellis said as she closed out her speech. So you see, Ellis's remarks about Hollywood LGBT representation in the media come after leaked videos from a Disney all-hands meeting showcase their goals for kids' content. The Daily Wire previously reported footage of Disney executive producer LaToya Raveno referring to what she describes as her not-at-all-secret gay agenda. Plus, Disney corporate president Carrie Burke urging the company to add more LGBTQIA-led characters to upcoming projects. We have many, many, many LGBTQIA characters in our stories, and yet we don't have enough leads. A narrative in which gay characters just, just to, just get to be characters and not have to be about gay stories, she said. Uh-huh. Yeah, you see that, okay? We're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning, um, mm-hmm. When Maryland Governor Larry Hogan, a Republican, signed into law new congressional maps drawn by the Democrat-controlled Senate General Assembly on April 4th, Maryland became the 47th state to formally adopt new legislative and congressional districts following the 2020 U.S. Census. With Louisiana's Republican-led legislature on March 30th, overriding Democratic Governor George Bell Edwards' rejection of its adoption district map. The only states without new legislative and congressional districts in place for 2022 elections as of April 5th were Florida, New Hampshire, and Missouri. In fact, 397 of the nation's 435 congressional districts, or 91.26%, have been redrafted, approved, and put into effect across 47 states in time for the 2022 primaries, which are already underway in several states. In addition to congressional district reapportionment, the disseminal post-census redistricting effort also encompasses the 7,383 seats in all 50 state legislatures. Redistricting there remains incomplete or legally challenged in at least four states, Alaska, Ohio, Missouri, and Wisconsin. Pending legal action could still marginally amend adopted legislative district maps in several states, most notably in New York, Maryland, and Ohio. But beyond the 38 congressional seats that are representing Florida, New Hampshire, and Missouri, more than 91% of the nation's congressional districts 
are mapped and in place for the next decade. There are unresolved map disputes. Hogan uh, signed Maryland's new legislative maps into law after lawmakers dropped their appeal Drop their appeal. Where did I leave off, Lord? <laughs> of Ann Arundel Circuit Court Judge Lynn Battaglia's March 25th rejection of maps drawn by the Democratic controlled General Assembly. Legal challenges to the maps had already prompted the state to push its primary back from June 28th to July 19th. She ordered the General Assembly to redraw the map by March 30th. In response, the Assembly submitted what are essentially 2010 maps for the 2022 election cycle, which Hogan signed, while also saying that they would appeal the March 25th ruling. The map status was cemented into 2020 status stasis for a few hours after Hogan signed them, then a special magistrate advisor to the state court of appeals system recommended that the Maryland Supreme Court reject four petitions contending that the General Assembly maps violated a state constitutional requirement that legislative districts be compact and respect natural and political boundaries. The magistrate determined in his advisory that the legislative map should stand but the Maryland Supreme Court will hear his report on April 13th. Congressional maps adopted in North Carolina, Ohio, Georgia, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania by Republicans and in Minnesota by Democrats have been struck down by court rulings and supplanted with less biased maps that have been subsequently adopted for 2020 campaigns, but are likely to be re-legislated or re-litigated before the 2024 elections. Lawsuits alleged that the new districts drawn in Arkansas, South Carolina, and Texas unlawfully dilute minority voter influence and are also likely to be resolved, unlikely to be resolved until after the 2022 election cycle. Florida, with 28 congressional districts, is the most politically significant state without adopted legislative district maps. New Hampshire has two congressional districts and Missouri eight. Missouri lawmakers are the, nation, are the nation's only state legislators who have failed to approve redistrict legislative maps in the wake of the 2020 census. Republican Governor Ron DeSantis for Florida vetoed on March 29th congressional maps drawn by the Republican controls state legislator and has called lawmakers to Tallahassee for an April 19th to 22nd special session to deliberate on the competing map. The state's population growth means that it has added a 28th congressional seat. In divvying up the 27 uh, existing districts into 28, DeSantis proposed map seeks to give Republicans a greater advantage than the legislative map did. Much of the contention between Florida Republican leaders leads to House District 5 in the Tallahassee area. 
the only Democrat-controlled statehouse district north of Tallahassee that DeSantis wants diminished to a greater degree than the legislature plans does. Common Cause Florida flared fair districts now, and five individuals filed a lawsuit on March 11th against the legislator in U.S. District Court in Tallahassee claiming that the intra-party impasse between DeSantis and lawmakers was impeding fair access to the polls for state voters and that the maps were gerrymandered. The lawsuit petitions the court to step in and to draw boundaries. On April 1st, Florida's Secretary of State asked to stay the federal lawsuit until after lawmakers conclude their their April 19th special session. The court is expected to issue a ruling regarding a stay by April 11th. Now, there is uh, situations in New Hampshire, in Missouri, and there are other pending rulings. In Ohio, there's one. In New York, there's one. And there are other legal actions, such as in North Carolina, in Louisiana, in Wisconsin, in Alabama, and in Georgia placing this before the Lord, and we are asking for his adjudication in each matter. Amen. This is a very, very important area. It cannot be overlooked, and we must stand in agreement with the Lord on what he chooses to do. Amen. Brother Marshall. Praise the Lord. We thank you, Lord, that your arm's not too short to save. We thank you, Lord, for your extraordinary and amazing grace for such a people as this, Lord. And we do take responsibility and repent and renounce all of our personal sins and generational iniquities for our forefathers. As we know, all this hasn't come upon us because we're all, because the entire body of Christ is walking closely with you, Lord. So we take responsibility and repent for anything We've had to do, and ask you of us eyes to see, ears to hear, and new and understanding hearts and for all of our relatives and all those we've been interceding for in Jesus' name. Father, I commit my works unto you, Lord, that my thoughts may be established. Make all of our prayers effectual and fervent. We come boldly before your throne of grace because of the blood of covenant, Father. We thank you, Jesus, for ever living to make intercession for each of us. We thank you for the blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of Abel. We thank you for amazing, amazing grace, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for sending the Holy Ghost, Father. Thank you for sending the Holy Ghost to change people's hearts. Father, we ask for your divine help in Jesus and concerning all, concerning all these situations and, and also concerning this business beginning in Washington State, but they're trying to spread it around the globe. And what is the agenda? Oh, they want to move people away from... This country was energy independent less than two years ago. Isn't that amazing? And now all of a sudden they have this new agenda to have everybody in electric vehicles. And if some people want that, that's maybe nice for them if they can afford it and if it actually makes sense. And uh, I've talked to some people that question that. Father, not just the finances, but the batteries. The batteries come from substances that are expensive, and when they're done with them, where do they go? Are they really that clean? Do, Do they have a place to recycle batteries? So, Father, we know that people are jumping the gun here just a little bit. People are jumping the gun because even electric vehicles, if they're in an accident, you know, you hear about lithium batteries, they're, 
you know, and older devices, older cell phones, the cell phones can start to swell and they can catch fire. And a car that's in an accident, an electric vehicle, is not a very healthy thing. And, and we hear about the potential dangers with simple electronic devices like cell phones, which, of course, they're sweeping under the carpet. They don't want people to hear about that. Although many pastors and different people have talked about don't keep your cell phone next to your privates and don't keep your cell phone on your body. Don't hold it up to your head. You need to get, I heard about this, in little tubes to keep it so you don't have the electricity. Like when people use those earbuds that have the thing zapping from one ear to the other, it goes through the brain. Father, help us all to be wise as serpent, harmless as doves. And help those people that are say, well, this sounds like a great idea. Why is the energy so clean? Where are they going to get it from? Are they going to burn coal to make the electricity? Is that where they're getting it from? I don't think they're getting it all from solar and, and wind. I don't think so. What if it's a cloudy day? What if you have a thing like Texas did? Was that the winter before last when they had um, ice storm and they had cold and the, the solar panels were covered up and the wind, wind turbines couldn't turn? Maybe they were shut off too. But Father God, we know our battle's not against flesh and blood. We know people have an agenda. People who have been people who are handled by demonic spirits, Father God, have an agenda. First, they give the problem. Then they give their demonically inspired solution to have people buy electric vehicles, which all the electronic components come from China. Does that help U.S. workers? Uh, as GM goes, so goes the country. Does GM have the ability to get lots of lithium and make all kinds of fancy batteries? Do they mine it in, uh, in Michigan? I don't think so. Maybe they'll get it from Afghanistan, from the Chinese after they move in. So, Father, we know there's an agenda going on here, Father, in Jesus' name. Father, I ask for your divine help and adjudication. We know our battle's not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, spiritual wickedness in high places. We bind every spirit of ungodly control, which is basically witchcraft. Every witchcraft curse sent against all the American people, those especially in the body of Christ, and those coming into the body of Christ to return at least sevenfold on the heads of the spirits. These are those spirits what they intended to do to, do to us. This is written in Psalm 79, 12. Run to our neighbors sevenfold into their bosoms. They have reproached. Where would they have reproached thee, O Lord? Because you said, well, whatever you do, the least of these, you've done it unto us. You mean there's some people just barely getting by these days with their 15-year-old, 20-year-old vehicle? I have an over 20-year-old vehicle, and it's very energy efficient, as some diesel vehicles are, because diesel is getting rather expensive. And, of course, they have an agenda there, too. They don't want truckers to deliver goods. Why would that be? Are they trying to cause people to be in lack? Some people not to be provided for? Maybe they're causing people to actually turn to the Lord because the Lord is our shepherd and we shall not want. And we thank you of your amazing grace, Lord. And we do speak blindness to the eyes of the enemy, muteness to the mouth of the enemy. And they only hear what Jesus wants them to hear in Jesus' name. For it is written in Job 22:28, as joined heirs with Christ, I decree and declare, that shall decree a thing, shall be established unto thee, and the light shall shine upon thy ways. As joined heirs with Christ, and Jesus said, the things I have done, you will do in greater things than these. And we thank you, Father. Thank you for sending your warring angels to fight for each one of us, and granting each of us your wisdom. He said, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who giveth all men liberally, and abradeth not. And we thank you, Father, that you talk to your children by your word. You can open up the King James Version and read it out loud, and we get to hear what you have to say. Hey, say, I've loved you with an everlasting love. I have plans for your peace and not for evil. We thank you for your covenant of peace, Lord. We thank you for your amazing covenant of peace, that even while we were sinners, Christ died for us. You showed us how much you love us, Lord. And even as it says in Isaiah 54, 10, the mountains shall depart. Who are these mountains? These are the demonically inspired entities in different ruling uh, legislative areas and other areas 
that were actually not elected, but they were just kind of put there by nefarious sources, domestic and foreign interests in Jesus' name. But it says in your word in Isaiah 54:10, the mountains shall depart. Those demonic people, demonically inspired people, maybe they'll turn their hearts over to Jesus. For the mountains shall depart and the hills be removed. But my kindness shall not depart from thee, neither shall the covenant of my peace be removed, saith the Lord that hath mercy on thee. Oh, we thank you, Lord, for having mercy on all of us. Thank you for sending Jesus, because we know that he is our good shepherd, and the good shepherd knows how to take care of his sheep. He gave everything for each one of us for the joy that was set before him. So we ask for divine intervention in Jesus' name concerning electric vehicle business of uh, so-called kind of a city. They always have nice little things, clean cars 2030. Does that mean they come with an automatic car wash? I don't think so. Does that mean anything it needs, it's automatically going to be taken care of? What happens if there's a, an ice storm or a weather event and, and the power grid goes down in a certain area? Is everybody going to be given a generator so they can charge their electric vehicles? Are people thinking ahead? Some areas have tornadoes. We've heard about a couple of those. Some people have ice storms. Some people have tornadoes. Some people have hurricanes. So, Father, we ask for your divine help. Do you wake the people up, Father, especially the body of Christ, in Jesus' name, and help the people to realize our battle is not against people. We love every true human being created in your image. But you said, He that sheddeth man's blood, by man shall his blood be shed. For in the image of God made he man. We ask for the divine intervention, adjudication, Father God, concerning all this business for the LGBTQ uh, business, trying to push this thing on the children, Father God. You said, whatever you do the least of these, you've done it unto me. And you did not create us to be in the image of Sodom and Gomorrah, Father God, in Jesus' name. It's less than 1% of the U.S. population, Father God. I mean, maybe no more than that anyway. And why is this little silent majority? Because, you know, they can't have children themselves. So that's why they become school teachers to pervert the children. Kind of a, that's why they groom the children. That's why they demonstrate against the bill that was passed in, in Florida recently. Which Sabrina says is not the real name of it. It was in the uh, prayer request. Father, but we ask, Father God, that you deliver the children. You deliver all the children from their parents that are just going on. Father God, we ask you to help the parents. Wake up the people. Wake up the body of Christ and help the people have Holy Ghost gumption to stand up for what you want, Lord, in Jesus' name. And we thank you for divine help and intervention, Father God, in Jesus' name. You said, for all these people that are opposing you, Lord, let their way be, and let they can save their souls, Lord, save their souls, have mercy, send the Holy Ghost to bring conviction. Let their way be dark and slippery. Let the angels of the Lord persecute them, for without cause, Mm-hmm. Have they hid their net in the pit, which without cause they've digged for my soul. Let destruction come upon him as unawares. And let his net, which he hath hid, catch himself into that very destruction. Let him fall. For all these pedophiles and all these perverts that are trying to groom the children, Father God, not just from Disney, according to Psalm 35, verses 6 and following, in Jesus' name. And we thank you for that, Father. We ask for your divine help and adjudication, Father God, including all this business, concerning all the re- redistricting of the various areas, Father God. We don't honestly know, Father God, because the last election was contested. Let's just put it that way. A lot of the mainstream media says, oh, no, it was completely up above board and honest and nothing, no funny business. 
But people in the alternative news cycle, they know very clearly. How can people in Pennsylvania, for example, have more than 200,000 more, more than 200,000 more voters than people that live here? How is that possible to live in, in different states? How can many people vote in multiple states? How can people vote that don't actually live where their address is? They find out it's, you know, well, they've got 15 families in, in a single-family apartment or something. Father God, we ask you to bring to light what's really going on, Father God, and that, Father, in every area, every area that should have their, their uh, um, legislative districts properly delineated, not just in Florida, every state, Father God, every state, Father God, every state, not just Missouri, not just New Hampshire, every state, Father God, be set up the way you want, Lord, that you will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name. And we thank you for that, Father. In Jesus' name. But we know, Father God, there are many people with different agendas, Father God. And you said in Psalm 37, beginning of verse 14, The wicked have drawn out the sword. They've bent their bows to cast down the poor and the needy, to slay such as be of upright conversation. Let their sword enter into their own heart, and let their bows be broken. You know how to break their authority, Father God, in these different areas, and we ask you to do so. Satan, you're bound over your, one of your underlings are bound. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. It's written in Matthew 18, 18, Matthew 16, 19. We bind you, Satan, the strong man, according to not only Matthew 12, 29, Mark 3, 27. Satan, you and all your underlings are perpetually, continually bound. Every spirit is seeking to kill, steal, and or destroy, including those spirits trying to cause confusion and division and mass psychosis and ungodly control, and trying to affect the children, trying to affect the people standing for the truth in Jesus, and trying to eliminate kind of the, the, the true God-given kind of origins of many people in the United States of America was actually a Christian nation, Judeo-Christian heritage, without any question, Father, according to the original documents, Father God, in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Father God, that you've heard all those prayers from the forefathers, including the Mayflower, Mayflower Compact. They made a covenant with you, Lord, on the Mayflower. And we thank you for honoring all those covenants, Father God, including those of the signers of the Declaration of Independence, Father. And we thank you for that, giving us the, the privilege of having life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness in Jesus' name. And every ungodly spirit is bound, all your underlings are bound from our position, seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We command to be known for the flow of power communication from the demons in the second heavens, the bush and the deep, to all those who have interceded for, including those trying to push the LGBTQ agenda, those trying to pervert the election process in many multiple different ways, not just the gerrymandering, every area of Karabatheta, and all those trying to <coughs> steal, kill, and or destroy. <coughs> Jesus says very clearly in John 10, 10, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So we bind every spirit seeking to kill, steal, and or destroy, and not just the United States, but every nation, and not just Canada, and not just Mexico, and not just Ukraine, and not just Germany, not just Italy, not just France, not just Austria and Australia, Every nation, including Russia, China, every nation, everyone is ungodly spirits from the deep so-called international, it is international, a deep state, and all the people behind the World Economic Forum. We cancel our summits as Dr. Sabrina has already prayed, and we're all in agreement according to Matthew 18, 19, and 20 in Jesus' name because of the bloody covenant. And we thank you, Father God, for rescuing us and delivering us all. You said, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. 
hey, we're all whosoever's. And we take the cup of salvation and we call upon your name. And your name is written in blood on our lips and on our heart. And we thank you, Father, you said, when I see the blood upon the houses where you are, the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you. We plead, sprinkle, and apply the blood of Jesus, who is the same yesterday, today, and forever, over every lintel and every post, not just every door, every window, every electronic access to each and every one of us, and every one of these ungodly spirits, including from those who are being obligated to drive in electric vehicles, which they may not feel very comfortable in for whatever reason. We, we cancel their demonic assignments. And we ask you, Father God, cut about that away for your divine help. And we thank you, Father God, for rescuing us all. We thank you for pouring forth of your spirit. He said, in the last days, I pour forth of my spirit upon all flesh. And we thank you for doing so. We thank you for your divine help and intervention, Father God, because Jesus himself made peace by the blood of his cross. And we thank you for your divine help and peace that you give all of your servants and all of your children, Lord, in Jesus' name. And it is written in Ephesians chapter chapter 2, But God, who is rich in mercy for his great love, wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ. By grace you are saved, and hath raised us up together, and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And that's where we're speaking to you, Satan, from our position, seated in Christ Jesus in heavenly places. And it is written, before we came to Jesus, in verse 12 of Ephesians chapter 2, at that time you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now, as soon as we take the cup of salvation, but now in Christ Jesus, you who are sometimes were far off or made nigh by the blood of Christ. For he is our peace. Thank you, Jesus, for being our peace. Thank you for paying that amazing and extravagant price to redeem us back from the devil. And we give you praise and honor and glory, Lord, in Jesus' name. You are the Prince of Peace. And that's what it says. And it says in Hebrews chapter 7, verses 1 and 2, For this Melchizedek, and Jesus is our heart priest after the order of Melchizedek, For this Melchizedek, king of Salem, priest of the Most High God, who met Abraham returning from the slaughter of the kings and blessed him, to whom Abraham gave a tenth part of all, first being by interpretation, king of righteousness, and after that also king of Salem, which is king of peace. And we thank you for the giving us that gift of righteousness, Lord, and the work of righteousness shall be peace, and the effect of righteousness shall be quietness and assurance forever. As is written in Isaiah 32:17. Thank you for your divine peace, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for providing for all of your children according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus, in, not just in the natural, but spiritual peace. So when we lie down, we're not be afraid. Just to lie down on our beautiful feet. As we trust in you, we keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, the author and finisher of faith. And we're all in agreement in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. For one time of our help, our help from the Lord is from heaven and earth. Thank you, Lord, for helping us. How you loved me so much that you died on Calvary.
on the high. 